0: Right now, I want you to get ready for the Masa Messiah, the Tamale Kingpin. You know where I'm going with this? Right. El Ray, Four foreplay. I'm, al- hey, I'm already not comfortable. The Versace
1: Mariachi. What? All the way from Houston, Texas. Chingo ble.
0: What it do, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Chingo Blingo with the Big Tamarindo. Uh, some of y'all watching right now on YouTube, you might think I'm dog face. you know, to do with the cranberry, because yeah. uh, somebody said I look like him, and then I was like, damn, I do, especially when I wear this one little gray hoodie. But uh, welcome to another episode of the What Did He Say Podcast. We're going to have fun today, man. This is episode number seven. Seven. We got producer Rob in the building. What's up, everybody? The homie uh, Joe is in the building, but he's back there working on some, some top secret stuff. Fire you know? stuff. December 10th, San Antonio, Texas. If you heard it, you heard it. Uh, real quick shout out for our, our homies over at HandyWorks.com. That's H A N D I W E R X. It's a free app, you know, property management software for users that connects them directly to vetted service providers. Basically, Handyman in your area. Um, they're based out of Minneapolis, but. uh, They have some folks that can help you out in Houston, Austin, McAllen, and other spots in Texas. So if you need a handyman, use HandyWorks. And it's kind of like uh, Uber for a handyman. I think Theo Juventino did a commercial for them too. But uh, you might have to look into that. And uh, yeah, that's our sponsor for today, HandyWorks. Episode numero siete, 12-part series, Red Pill Tamales. Uh, For those of y'all who are just now tuning in, because I'm getting new people by the day. And uh, especially like on TikTok, everywhere, man. The comment section is jumping. It's like a house party. I What
2: Did He Said on Instagram, which yep. is the current home for this podcast, which you didn't say it last time. In the last episode, you said, You just said, What Did He Said? Mentioned nothing about red pill tamales. Wait, I didn't wait, wait, wait. At, what the, you, at the intro of it, I didn't even notice it until I was putting it together. Oh, I didn't say, What Did He yeah. say. Yeah. No, you, you only said, Hey, welcome to the What Did He Said. Didn't say anything oh, about, red pill, about red pill tamales. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we're calling this 12 part series Red Pill Tamales. And it's just loose form. Um, you know, if you want to get red-pilled, you know, I'm kind of like Mexican Morpheus. Hashtag Chingo warned, y'all. And uh, we just want to have a discussion. Uh, my, my boy Rob and I, you know, I I had a civic duty. I put it out there. It's Chingo Blaine, the, the Tamale Kingpin. As Mr. They Can't Deport Us All, you know, Trump deported way less people. So I had to do it for my people, you know, because Biden and Obama, they deported like 3.2 million and they bought the cages, so that's just one of many reasons. But uh, welcome to the show, man.
2: I like how a lot of people in the comments are doing that for you. They're putting those facts in there. They're having their own discussions in the comment section. The comment sections are always they're always fire on Shingle Bling posts. But over the last few, that's, that's a good drink, huh? Mm, mm-hmm. They're they're a lot more a lot more. I mean, they're aggressive, but they're also very intelligent for some part. Not all of them. The ones that are just you know trash emojis and that kind of shit are a little different story and and i will say this um i totally
0: understand that it's easy to get caught up in teams and there's a thing called cognitive bias which is i know my team i know my team's arguments and i'm just going to roll with that you know and it happens um you know obviously i know arguments from from both sides because you know, I click on all kind of little things on YouTube or or whatever, right? You you end up hearing most of the arguments of the left, like as to why we should give up our weapons and why we should lock down and our curfew, you know, Thankfully, Texas doesn't have no 10 p.m. curfew, nothing like that.
2: You were just telling Joe about the social dilemma <clears throat> and mm-hmm. kind of what you're talking about right now. You actively go out and search for a little bit of both sides of the conversation, whereas a lot of people will only just continue to be in their echo chamber, right? You would mm-hmm. agree, and then just watch what they watch, listen what they listen to, and never go outside of that. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to even get a little bit of the other side's perspective.
0: Yeah, I hear the other side's perspective. <laughs> like, it's unavoidable yeah. because they're, they're all in my comment section. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, obviously, it doesn't get... Too sophisticated in there. Sometimes yeah. it's just vete a la verga, puto. Mira, mira, you wanna be tamales now? Cuando te conviene, cabrón. You voted against your raza, and it's like, but Biden and them built the cages, and they get mad. <gasps> you know, but they fake de- news, jingo But They're they deported you more news. people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that that cognitive bias stuff. Uh, you know, let you know. Don't get don't get caught up in teams. Don't get caught up in that. Because then it, it ends up being the same shit. Like, if we all just start voting Republican mm-hmm. for 100 years straight or whatever, I mean, how you will that be useful? I mean, the next candidate might not be the best dude for the job. So just basically, well, all we're trying to do is, is, is uh, spit some knowledge, drop some game. I love the clips you've been picking out, cool. uh, Rob. Like the one about, um, you know, stop blaming everything on the white man. Stuff that was like a good one, man. Because it ruffles feathers. It's like, be mindful of it. Make sure you're not doing it.
2: Yeah, and it's not that it only ruffles feathers, even though that it's great for the algorithms, but it's it's true. Like, people hearing you say that, something, it's almost like when, if your mom ever, you know, tells you something, right, advice or something, and then you hear it from your tía that you really like, and you listen to your tía, and your. pues yo te digo eso todo el tiempo, but you listen to your tía. Yeah, yeah. People they, listen to Tío Chío, the, Tío the, Chingo. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The
2: the young tía and yeah. shit over there. Yeah.
0: The, you know, people that listen to the tías. Um, but yeah, man, it's... it's um I don't I just be talking shit, I yeah. don't look at it like it's my responsibility, and I'm trying to be the big homie and this and that, but hey, if somebody can listen to what we say on here and and be like um you know uh he kind of made made some sense there. Or I've never really heard it put that way or he's right like it is 2020 stop blaming everything on the white man yeah you know maybe you're not where you want to be because you were busy fucking off <laughs>
2: or like a lot of these comments have said like uh we've been asking a lot of questions on the what did he said page and people have said long time conservative long time conservative family but also equal part first time conservative voter Family and I were all conservative or democratic voters. Dad and I, you know, for the longest and this is our first time voting conservative. Why do you think that is? Shingo just started talking about this stuff, but they've been doing their research as the time has gone on.
0: Um what's leading to that trend? Um I don't know, maybe maybe the internet and maybe the algorithm too and um but I have to give credit to you know some of the I guess I, I don't want to say young hip conservatives or republicans not like that but hey these days you could search you know what is legs legs it like marisol brought it up last time she's like hashtag it, which is i guess stands for like the latino exit of from the democratic party right. basically kind of cutting ties and not being the way i always put it is you have to have more leverage you got to keep your options diverse keep them open it's because if they already know how you're going to vote you're not gonna be a priority it's like we got you in the bag already you're like the side chick you know what i'm saying the side chick that's waiting to get some respect and some love and it's like nah, we already know you ain't going nowhere
2: yeah and in the future we'll talk about because everyone always says and it's true your local Elections matter more than the mm-hmm. than the uh, federal election anyway, and it's true. This is very important. We're talking about the president of the baddest bitch, which somebody put, the baddest is the baddest bitch. Yeah, it definitely is. But, you know, we'll, we'll, I, I strive to get some locals in here that can break it down, because no matter what local, no matter what state you're in, it's all the same. You know, you vote for your sheriff, you vote for your constables, you vote for your congresspeople in your state, and they all have important roles in your community. Mm-hmm. Or you feel like you're underfunded or under, uh, you know, attention, you know, is given to you, then that's the kind of people you want to vote into office, not just... All right, I'm gonna go one side all the time. I'd argue that. Um, good point. I'd argue that we found
0: out during this pandemic how important local representation is, local officials. Right. I mean, I cannot wrap my mind around the L.A. mayor getting it on t- getting on TV behind a podium talking about yeah, we're gonna cut off your water and your light if uh, y'all having these big shindigs. I don't know if he means like. Uh, Jake Paul and them people like big YouTubers like having 300 people at, the, at a rented mansion or if it's like alright how many
2: theas y'all got over there
0: you know what I'm saying did you see yeah, that I did I, yeah. was it old was it new was I missing
2: some context I mean I saw the same video I'm sure you did where it was pretty Rogan reposted yeah, it right yeah it, it was a dude doing voiceover like yes. l- l- look at this guy yeah that's scary you know you vote this, this guy in and then he pulls that shit and he expects to run for re-election and you know what a crazy part is he probably will gain reelection in a place like that I don't know, man. I I
0: really don't know how you can't look at what Governor Newsom is doing. And it's not necessarily a Democrat thing. Mm -hmm. He's probably just an asshole or an idiot. I don't don't understand some of the hypocrisy and some of the logic behind a curfew. It just seems arbitrary. Like, okay, so are you trying to basically make it a 10 p.m. so that people aren't at bars? And that's your way of saying, we're not going to shut down bars But you can't be out after 10. Like, I'm trying to understand. Like, I want to be a fly on the wall and figure out, okay, um, you do understand, Mayor Garcetti, you're going to get some backlash if you're threatening people to cutting off water and light. And that should be a fucking red flag in terms of, holy shit, I'm not living off the grid. You know what I mean? I ain't got chickens and eggs and, and collecting rainwater and the filtration. I don't have a bunker. And, you know, it's almost like the mayor's flexing his power on you. And I don't know what the word is, like authoritarian, totalitarian,
2: like draconian. Yeah. Like, bro. All those adjectives are correct. They're just asserting all the power that they have, right?
0: Yeah. And then you go over state line, and it's like, oh, I can be out past 10. You know, and I guess it's like, well, Chingo, you know, their hospitals probably aren't overrun. No, motherfucker, people are
2: losing (laughs) their jobs here because there's no work, you know, or in other states as well. Like, the hospitals everywhere aren't overrun. As a matter of fact, most of them are not and never were overrun. So I don't understand what
0: this equation like what are variables how are y'all coming up with these like what's her name lena hidalgo right mm-hmm. the county judge mm-hmm. right harris county um i guess it was her job to sit with like mayor sylvester turner and stuff like that and figure out all of our compliance and rules and regulations mm-hmm. right and then i see her on the uh dnc convention zooming in and stuff with the mask and hey you know houston biden da 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 biden biden houston Biden, 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 DNC, Democrat. Okay, cool. That's cool. You're allowed to be Democrat. And, hey, get your shine on if they're going to zoom you in. But you got to know that half the city probably don't vote that way. And they're probably looking at you like, okay, did they tell you to lock us down? Like, wait, you didn't take none of this influence? Like, hey, hey girl, we're going to let you zoom in the day of the DNC. You ready? You ready? Because the DNC coming up. You ready? It's almost like, please tell me there's no conflict of interest there. Like, you're not creating our rules and lockdowns and regulations and mandates based off of what your party is kind of telling you or leaning or you know what i'm saying Does yeah, that make sense? for
2: sure because you have to think that that happens and i actually it's a really good point you brought up because i've never looked into because she was making a lot of noise for a bit as far as the lockdowns and the mandatory you know face mask thing which is i get it everywhere is like that for the most part some states and cities are like whatever right some business owners can also say whatever but She was really wanting people to assert their power of stopping people, fining people, you know, the curfew thing. And that did not last very long. Like Texans, especially Houstonians, were like, let's take it back a few notches.
0: How – How? well, obviously, we have a Democrat mayor. That doesn't necessarily mean we have more Democrat votes. Right. We're we're learning, especially in big Democrat-run cities. That's where there's a lot of alleged stuff you're going to hear in the Supreme Court because Ted Cruz is arguing – one of the cases for this Trump thing, right? And, you know, Ted Cruz has already won in a, fighting a case in the Supreme Court. He's mm-hmm. putting his name on this particular case. Yeah. So I don't know much about it. All I'm saying is, you know, I know everybody's saying it's over, and we are, we've we already established, like, I'm not one of them people that's, like, crying. It's, Take your L, chinko. Yeah, that's, like, leave that for the liberals. Yeah, so it's whatever, but... I mean, they saying it ain't really over. I don't know. Y'all might think I'm QAnon. But uh, <laughs> if if and when the shit go to the Supreme Court and Ted Cruz wins one of them cases and I don't know all the ins and outs of like, well, go the next step is, you know, with well, a Pennsylvania thing that that didn't go through. So, you know, what happens, blah, 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 X, Y, Z. But let's just say they reverse the shit. And they're like, oh, sorry, y'all. I know, I know we made newspapers and stuff that said Biden wins. But, uh, yeah, Trump, you know, Trump's in there still. Another four. <laughs> the Dude, look on those people's faces, if and when that happens. Oh, man, I'm going to meme it up. I'm going to have so many memes
2: ready. Speaking of, since we're talking about it, here's one, something I want to pull up. This is, a, this is a witness from the Michigan hearings, which are, are going on right now, as mm-hmm. far as the Dominion voting and the machines. I want to play it up. I'm cue it up. It's not very long. It's only 45 seconds. Uh, two of the main observations that I witnessed at the TCF Center on both the 3rd and the 4th when I was there Um, When I I got down there on the morning of the 4th, I went back for an, an additional day because I witnessed so many irregularities when I was there on election day on the 3rd. Immediately upon walking in, I, I ran into uh, Randy Bishop. And Randy owns radio stations, he, he's very IT savvy. He said, Brian, I was here all night, what, what's going on here is unbelievable. He said, let me show you something right now before I leave. So he walked me over to the high speed scanners and tabulators, and he said, see all these ethernet lines running out of the uh, tabulators? They're all bundled together as they accumulate, and then they're all connected to these routers, and then they all go to the main uh, computer. He said, these are all hooked into the internet, and that is illegal, and it should not be happening because it opens them up to hacking. So I I was aware of that immediately. So so you, when that happens, when a witness is telling the people of the court the facts mm-hmm. and the people in the court are having to say, is that true? Oh, fuck. How come we didn't know that? Is that real? Who can access that? Mm-hmm. Oh, anybody? Mm-hmm. Oh, anybody locally and foreign? What do you really, like? What, do you leave anything past the, the realm of possibility when that happens? Well, all I know is that half the country is not wanting to entertain
0: the idea because it wasn't that long ago that everybody said, Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Russia, 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 collusion, collusion, collusion. They tampered our elections. They tampered our elections. But all of a sudden, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's
2: no corrupt. Can't can't happen. Uh, I don't want to hear. It, blah, blah, I don't want to hear. It. Their exact words are, it's the safest election in modern history.
0: And I'm sure Republicans probably been cheating. They probably cheated on this one, too. They probably both cheated. Yeah. Maybe one of them cheated better than the other. But. You know, a lot of these voting things happen in these warehouses, in these buildings. And, you know, if you sign off on this little software, now that's the software you got. And the Dominion people, they said that no one's allowed to look at the code because it's proprietary. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's convenient. Hey, y'all, I know y'all trying to see if y'all's elections was legit but you can't look in the software cuz you know that's our shit. Got to go by.
2: <laughs> I think it's Arizona. I want to say it's Maricopa County, mm-hmm. which is the biggest county. Is it Arizona? I think it's I think Arizona. So, yeah, Maricopa, yeah. Which is also the deci- basically the, the deciding county in that state mm-hmm. was the only county that used Dominion. All the other counties in the entire state used another software. It was
0: probably Maricopa,
2: I believe is Phoenix. Right. And you know, a lot of times I don't know if they have a Democrat mayor or what. It, it, you talk about I think it was two dozen, I don't know, might have been three dozen counties. It was the only one that used it and the only one that had these kind of irregularities. And it was the county that decided that state that it turned blue, basically. Everybody was bragging and shit. Um,
0: Hey, don't ha-ha to me, motherfucker. (laughs) I'm I'm a lifelong Democrat. I ain't never
2: voted Republican one time. One time, Craig. One time, Craig. One time. Uh, And, you know, when things like this come out, a journalist on a spe- you know a specific side that you can guess will take something from it and post a headline, you know, with the article or even the video, and the people that read it or reshare it or retweet it will have a caption like todavía right? Without even having watched the video or read the entire yeah, article. Yeah, yeah. And it just again perpetuates the it's it's over thing. Yeah. Um
0: mm-hmm. Spear's really good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, sir. Yeah, we sipping a day, ladies and gentlemen.
2: And I wanted also in that same vein ask, you know, do you find there, there maybe to be some irony that people at chingo bling shows, for instance, never before would have thought how many Trump supporters they were sitting with in a club, or how many Trump supporters were actually also chingo bling fans the entire time, and now all of a sudden it's like you can't be one of those and attend a show, or you're not a real Mexican if you voted for him or voted that way. Because take the character out of the role. And you voted Republican or conservative or had those values, it wouldn't be a thing, right? It just wouldn't matter. But it's uh, you're this guy. Me? Oh, to people in general listening, like to, they're they're very riled up that this is the guy that meaning has... chingo bling, Mister. They can't yeah, that's yeah, what you mean. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, I mean I totally get it. I completely understand because you have a thing called low information voters, and you got a thing called the red pill, and then you got a Mexican Morpheus. <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't just born woke and shit like. I didn't just know Biden was full of shit. I mean, my spidey senses told me, like, hmm, something's off about this dude. And then you just start seeing the footage, and it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, But, again, I I totally understand, man, because low-information voters, you know, you have this algorithm. You're in a news silo. You never hear the arguments from the other side. You didn't know Biden and Obama built the cages. You didn't know Obama deported more people than anybody with Biden on his side. You know, if you didn't know none of this, if you didn't know Trump really didn't tell you to drink bleach, that didn't happen. That was a hoax. Nobody's that fucking stupid. Um, if you didn't know he didn't really call them people, uh, them Nazis fine people, that was a hoax because you missed the part where they cut out the part where he's like, and I'm not talking about the Nazis because yeah. I've already told y'all that shit needs to be condemned. Um, Then, yeah, then you're going to think he's Orange Man Hitler and you're going to see me as a self-hating
2: whatever. That same orange man narrative too. It, it, it's funny because he does like to tan, right? Whatever it is, self tanner or whatever it is. It's, it's tan in a can. <laughs> yeah, tan in a can. But if you can go and actually find the the pictures from, let's just call them press conferences or or you know uh, addresses to the nation or whatever, mm-hmm. and then find the article in which that picture was posted, where the saturation has been brought mm-hmm. up, it, it, it's all mm-hmm. fabricated. Like it's he's not really that orange. He's just a little <laughs> orange. They're like, seriously,
0: they're trying to defend how orange <laughs> he is. But anyway, I, I mean, I think it's a good point because what Rob is basically saying is, you know, these publications is clickbait. They make money off of ads. They have to put up the most divisive, controversial thing that's going to push your buttons. And when you're emotional, they can make more money off you and they can get you to vote how they want you to vote. They can manipulate you when you're emotional. So there's going to be little tricks like what Rob just mentioned. It won't just be a photo. There's going to be like. If it's pro-Biden, they're going to find the most flattering photo of him. If this was a Republican website or newspaper or whatever, and it's against Biden, they're going to find the worst photo of him. Just like with Trump, they're going to crank up that Photoshop and make him Waterburger <clears throat> orange, you know, as orange as they can make him. <laughs> Waterburger orange. Somebody please make that meme. <laughs> yeah, because I'm seeing your bag right there. <laughs> um, you know, they're going to try to make him as orange as they can make him because... If you hate them, you're going to be like, look at this Whataburger orange motherfucker. You know? Real Texans would be like, He's, he
2: can't eat Whataburger. Yeah, you can't. Not allowed.
0: Chingo. You're not allowed to eat tamales no more because you voted against your raza. I l- Oh, it's like, but Biden and Obama deported all the Rasa.
2: You know, I didn't even I, and I'm not going to give the person any credit because I, I honestly don't remember the account. And I'm sure you've gotten boo of this dumb type of uh, and, and all they are trying to do is like take what's happening right now and use it to their benefit where they'll make like a response video to Chingle Bling. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or whatever. Like the people you're talking about, they made a podcast or make a video yeah, about uh-huh. you, whatever. And this guy, somebody sent it to me in a DM and uh, just nobody that follows me or you or it didn't follow any of the accounts, but just sent it to me in a DM. And it's this guy just going off on, you know, Chingo Blink should be ashamed of himself, this fool, that. I'd never heard fool an essay more in a 10-minute period than that 10-minute video. uh, Do you remember the title of the video or how the guy looked? Uh, Chubby Mexican guy in a little room with an arcade machine in the background. Was it uh, Gil, American Cholo, something like that? Maybe. Um, mm -hmm.
0: Why? Only because um, when all these little podcast people started... um, putting up stuff on youtube well i dm'd all these people all on instagram like i'd either leave a comment dm me something something i'd give them my phone number most of them would be like nah homie there's no room for discussion we already know where you stand or something we've heard what we needed to hear whatever right Mm -hmm. because they want to milk it and keep it going because if they have me on their show sometimes they might think they'll be mistaken and think like Nah, because then we're going to have to be nice to this fool and mm. then we can't keep it going. Well, this dude, Gil, from uh, American Cholo, he he did a thing. And he was like, you know, this son of a bitch. All this stuff. Well, he was actually one of the people that actually called me back mm. uh, like two days ago. So obviously, all this shit already, like three, was about a month old already. So I'm like, hey, what's up? Who is it? He's like, hey, it's Gil. Da-da-da. I was like, oh, okay. You know, you know, first of all, sorry, I cussed you out in the comments. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Snickers commercials. Yeah. But um, but no, it was one of those things where I'm like, look, bro, I'm 41. I got kids. I'm married. Let me tell you, you know what I mean? Just you could hear it from me. And it's just two grown men. And, he, and here's a long story short. Hell yeah. I let me be a guest on your show. Let's show them that we can make content and listen to each other. He's like, dude, I'm pretty fucking conservative he's like i just can't rock with trump and da, da, da. i was like i know it's gonna take too long for me to fucking um uh, deprogram all the hoaxes you think are real and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to show you how he really didn't say bleach and shit yeah. like that and uh so i was like don't worry about that part it doesn't matter i was like i'm not gonna convince everybody i was like some people are not gonna come back i was like that's fine um but anyway i'm like let's make some content let's cross promote let me get on your shit you know what i mean like yeah. i was like i don't mind you having views i was like at least you fucking called me a lot of these other motherfuckers did not that's hilarious i was like you called me i said i want to be an ally i want to be an asset i was like you know i mean we ain't gonna wrestlemania it and be like <laughs> hey,
2: you know fuck you fool some jake paul shit fighting uh nate robinson oh man shit <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. you see those clips yeah yeah, I saw a whole uh,
0: bunch of memes and shit. But hey, hey. I mean, if you uh, if you brave enough to get in the ring and shit and have people kick you in the head, oh, well, they were punching. There was boxing. Yeah, you know, I mean, but that's how the internet is, right? They don't have the guts to get in the, in the ring and run the risk
2: of getting knocked out and be and being the meme and shit. Yeah, I, who was who was it? Did you see that somebody came out and said like, you know, that's that's the price he pay the people pay to entertain, and he went in there and he entertained and he got paid and whatever, whatever. But it was and just,
0: potentially. Concuss
2: for sure oh yeah yeah got hurt a little bit of cte for sure nothing crazy Oof. no yeah, they, they don't do brain
0: transplants um they don't got those yet No so yet protect your brain
2: yeah yeah um mask up protect your brain right is that what they say <laughs> mask, up, <bro. laughs> mask up houston mask up houston funny enough um this is what i was mentioning earlier before we started uh so good old jake tapper you know one of the most reliable cnn anchors in the entire world right this guy's always so serious, he's like, please take me serious, is what it seems like when he's mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this breaks, I believe it was yesterday or two days ago. And let's get your quick little uh. Let's get it. Your take on this. Like we didn't already know this, right? Versace see. Mariachi. Let's see. Documents from inside China, documents that reveal the missteps and the chaos of the Chinese government's early response to the coronavirus pandemic. The documents are from Hubei province, home to the city of Wuhan, where the pandemic is thought to have started. They show authorities released misleading public data on the number of deaths and the number of cases. They took, on average, three weeks to diagnose a new case and much more. CNN's Nick Payton Walsh is breaking the story for us right now. So they're just breaking this shit two days ago, when 10 months ago, who was saying that already? What side was saying that what, already? Like Trump? Yeah. B- so basically, Jake Tapper just said... We we got some information that basically says that how China lied about their 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 statistics and the information about how many deaths and when they had the first case. And all of a sudden it just broke two days ago. And that's
0: China. That's been one of my biggest uh, reasons, too, for, you know, kind of really paying attention to this. Hmm. Who's nicer to China? Like, who's playing hardball with China? Who's, you know what I mean? Is Biden over there being all cool and shit? Like, what kind of deal y'all got going on? Because, I mean, according to the the Hunter Biden laptop, it was some big paper being exchanged. Um, And, like, who, obviously Trump was always like, we got to play, you know, hardball with China. You know, China is eating our lunch. You know, and Obama and them, they just wrote out the red carpet for China.
2: It's and a pretty spot-on fucking Trump, I'm not going to lie. Uh, or maybe yeah, maybe that's Taco Carlson talking.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not that good. At my, I got to work on some of these impressions. But but throughout the year, you know, <laughs> when we was on lockdown, I had time. <laughs> uh, just throughout this progression of like, huh, what's going on with this COVID thing? Or like, hmm, what a coincidence that not only the fentanyl is coming from over there, not only are they stealing our intellectual property, not only are they trying to spy on motherfuckers, but they also that's where the plague came from and it's like hmm well they say you know trump and them pretty much a lot of republican people were saying like hey china don't play fair like they're probably lying about everything pertaining to this shit and we can't trust them and when trump closed the airports the flights coming from wuhan everybody called them xenophobic Biden, including Biden, they were like, "No, there's no need for that. Why is he doing that?" And then Nancy Pelosi was in Chinatown, out there in the bay. You know, you should eat and visit these air
2: Chinatowns in here. You know,
0: and it was was probably came from a good place. It was probably like, "Hey, y'all, don't hate on our Chinese Americans. Like, let's not, don't take it out on them." Maybe that's what she meant, but it's like, okay, y'all trying to basically anything Trump does, they try to do the opposite. Hey, y'all. Uh, y'all seen Trump close the airports? Let's call him xenophobic, and let's dance around Chinatown, saying "Come to Chinatown," <laughs> ain't nothing wrong, ain't nothing but a little flu. And uh, I mean that's that's what I've been peeping, which is what you just read, which is something that CNN is just now saying. And with you know, like I said, a lot of people saying CNN is going to turn on Biden, but um, that's what that's what we've been that's been the hypothesis, which is China doesn't play fair. You know, did they know? Did they mishandle it? it? The data and the you know their numbers that they're telling us and the stuff they're telling us that works. It was like they purposely wanted to throw us off and confuse us and make sure we didn't know. Especially all the lo- like disinformation, like fake videos and fake fake this, fake that, like fake nurses and stuff saying, "Y'all, it's so many bodies out here" or whatever, right? Right. Just so confused, and they were not being helpful. They weren't like. Hey y'all, this is kind of how it works. This is our data. This is what we found. We tried this. Our ventilators didn't work. It made it worse. Nothing. They wanted
2: us to be in the dark. And the crazy part of that, about that too, is like we need ventilators and we need whatever. And then you know Elon Musk starts providing a certain amount of of help. And then later, later, you come to find out that you know people being on ventilators ended up being bad. Yeah. People ended up dying at a higher rate if you got put on a ventilator. Which I mean. I guess you know that or you don't know that until a certain point, but did they know that and still go with that narrative of we need more ventilators and well, get people
0: on ventilators? This is one thing to always take into consideration. Um, you know, is there an incentive? Like, is there a motivation behind fucking us over and letting us be confused and not knowing what is up and down and ventilators and this and what works? And is it because initially, bro, when it first started, when the news started breaking out of China, Initially, they were like, oh, it's not human to human. It doesn't spread like that. Right. Don't worry. I literally remember, oh, hey, babe, the COVID thing I've been hearing about. Well, don't worry. It turns out it, it, it doesn't jump species and shit. She's like, oh, okay. Do you, you remember know? when you heard that? This was probably like January, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, it, I don't think it was December. I think it was January. But um, I know we did a show in Kansas City, and we came back, and we stocked up on that pure L right there. But, um, Must
2: not have been too worried. Not a lot of Purell missing from that bottle. Well, we have a couple
0: other <laughs> bottles. And, you know, soap and water works and shit, too. Uh, Be, sa- hygienic. Sa- <laughs>
2: Be hygienic. motherfuckers. Just some huevos. Samonos. Um, yeah, earlier, you know, you mentioned about, uh, you know, the Republicans probably cheated as well. And you're right. There's probably been a history of some fuckery going on on yeah. both sides, right? But to that same point, and I just thought about this, and I was trying to find out exactly how many house seats flipped uh, this year in the house because the republicans maintain the senate and then we're supposed to not gain any seats in the house and on the other on on the contrary i think they gained like over 12 maybe you know 14 plus and are on on the path to regain the house which nobody saw that coming right all the pollsters said that was wrong but also they're not contesting any of those house flips right so if you're the side that's saying that no biden won and there's no irregularities and they're trying to contest and stop that from being researched and taken to court and have affidavits filed and blah 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 right mm-hmm. how come they're not opposed to any of these houses that flipped right isn't that weird i mean wouldn't you think that you would want to contest all the house seats that you lost oh we we were also screwed man we got a lot yeah. of irregularities on our side nah, not they, one they probably don't uh, maybe they
0: the main person they wanted like the main position like the legislature. or what is it the uh, executive branch i don't know man I really don't know what's going on with all these different states and their cases. And I can't even predict what the fuck really is going to happen. Um, but, uh, like, what I was saying earlier about um, looking at incentive or motivation. Yeah. Like, could China benefit from America's economy going to shit and us being on lockdown? Considering they make all our medicines, we done shipped a whole bunch of jobs and factories and, you know, all that over there.
2: You know, it's like... Phew, did you see that that video of the pool party in Wuhan from last month? Is that was it real? Yeah. Did you see it? It was like a whole bunch of people, a huge pool party. Yeah, with a DJ and everything. So what they got over there? Some it's just like that, they, that's ground zero, isn't it? Like, like no curfew or no, what happened? No, nothing. It's just fucking just, partying to so live life.
0: So they just exported some shit and they just turning up, just turning up. Didn't that shouldn't mm. that piss every American off if you see that
2: video and you read that? You well, know?
0: we're they're winning right now because right now we're so divided.
2: Yeah. So that alone says that they're winning yeah no they're
0: yeah they're winning because we're so divided like especially and the media's against us i remember when trump first was saying enemy of the people i was like man this orange motherfucker tripping these are the journalists bro they hold truth to power and they out there asking the tough questions and they're they're nonpartisan, bro how you gonna say that about cnn and in the media and shit (laughs) I was like, come on, man, Trump tripping, dog. First he called us rapists, and now he over here saying that you know, what about freedom of the press? This motherfucker's a dictator saying, the enemy of the people. And then I start seeing, oh, the media is the enemy of the people. They really want us at each other's throats, divided, and, you know, lo que les conviene. You know, they're making their money. Yeah. They're, uh, they're clickbaiting the shit out of people and making sure certain people it's just low information voters galore. Yeah. That they just sell out. That's it. That's all they know. Sell out.
2: Now, there's a meme that I'm going to use later for some clip as soon as I, I find it, um, where it's like Trump. And earlier you were saying how they'll just go against anything that he says, like, which was why it was dangerous about the vaccine. Like, if everything's good. Like, if he, he says, says
0: hydroxychloroquine is a good medicine and it works. Uh, people rather die, you know. Yeah, and the, no, they'll they'll put out some bullshit studies and they'll say, like, well, some people died from it. And it's like, well, look at the study. The person was like 105, and they gave they gave him probably a big dosage or yeah. something. Like, it might have been COVID that killed him. But, yeah, a person died during the study, and now you want to run with that. Be like, Trump's promoting some medicine that ain't proven. It's like, no, it's malaria medicine. I mean, that's old news, right? Because hydroxychloroquine obviously hasn't proven itself to be a good enough cure. That's why we don't hear about the shit no more.
2: Dude, I was going down a rabbit hole. And, again, you know, I, I showed you that um, that picture. Somebody, like— drew up or made up a potential logo for this red pill tamales as it continues to oh, yeah, yeah i yeah, saw that into it turns into its own thing mm-hmm. and it's you know and i looked at it i was like oh that's cool And he's like yeah you know for the tamales and also the tinfoil for the conspiracy part of some of these things and oh I, that's gangster right right so what i've been lately on is you know we're hearing more about these vaccines that are coming out and i was i went down a rabbit hole of a, of a somewhat trusted journalist who now lives in chile uh, but is American and, and long story short, and I'll, I'll throw it to you, a couple of things to you and we can maybe talk about it next time, but there's a lot of crazy fuckery. That's also a part of these vaccines where, you know, it's all military organized. It's all military run. The FDA has almost no part in this at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a little creepy, you know, and I'll leave it there that you guys can maybe do some research until next time that we talk about it. So here's some more research and uh, I might get put on a list somewhere if I tell y'all this,
0: but AOC already has you on a list and s- i'm not I'm not gonna shout out too many motherfuckers, but it's a dude named Shea Serrano, okay? Talking about he got a list. Mm. I'm like, boy, come on, son, mm. put me on your list, boo, okay, boo
2: boo boo boo.
0: <clears throat> so here's another thing might get me put on a list. Uh, <laughs> is uh, research this, okay, so it's a dude named Pino Shea from Chile. He ended up becoming like he was like military, but he ended up becoming uh, like a bit pretty much like a dictator, I believe. And the CIA helped him get in. And the CIA, you know, that's their job to Mm -hmm. tamper in other people's elections and interfere and meddle and get influence and maybe get out like uh, uh, a person in power in another country, que le conviene, like that's good for the US. And some would argue that some of this stuff has been weaponized against our own citizens. You know what I'm saying? That might be some 10 4 shit for you. Right. Allegedly. So basically, the meaning is pretty much like, "Hey man, you got some of the best persuaders in the game, working or working with the media, and making sure that the plan is going accordingly." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Meaning, are they divided? Are they, are they uh, low information? Are they at each other's throats? You know, do we got them in these new silos? And the algorithms and the uh, technology made the shit easier, I guess. Interesting. To brainwash people. Yeah. Because I know the word brainwash sounds very conspiracy, but as we've discussed in previous episodes, um, you know, we don't have to call it brainwashing. We could just call it persuasion. Yeah. And it could even be the mildest form could be a news outlet prioritizing and curating what they want to push because it's their station, even though it's, you know, regulated by the FCC and it's supposedly the public airwaves. They can program it how they want mm-hmm. they can put whatever shows they want so if they want to focus on hey man there's people out there kicking puppies if that just if we're just going to focus on the puppy kickers like man the hashtag stop kicking puppies and there's a mural for the puppy and and one of the famous puppies is little, little kenny the famous little puppy, you know what I mean. He yeah. was kicked by this man, so then they lynched him, and you know the, the puppy kicker, and they beat him, beat him up in the streets. You know what I mean? It's hypothetical as fuck. Maybe this drink's <laughs> kick, kicking in. <laughs> that might be what's happening. But um, but my point is this: the hypothetical is this. The news can make
2: something a thing. Basically, have you clicked on or seen the uh, hashtag CNN tapes? Oh around? shit! What is that? You haven't. Mm-mm. So you are familiar with Project Veritas? Uh, slightly okay. So Project Veritas had uh, yesterday came out with yesterday morning or this morning came out with what is uh, it's basically they've been recording CNN nine a.m. calls like the morning call that they have with all of you mm. know CNN about what they're talking about what the narrative is that day or oh. that week he's been recording them for two months and ha- he's, secretly he's, secretly so it's
0: a dude that works up there
2: uh, mm-hmm. so they had that intel to get into these meetings somehow okay um and he dropped yesterday I, I mean I gotta play it I gotta find it but he's gonna. Triple out a bunch of small CNN tapes about all kinds of shit. The little meetings, the little stuff. meetings, yeah, all the stuff about how they they basically said like the first one was you got we have to hide you know the, the Trump you know news about this or we can't uh, you know talk about the hearings that are going on or his uh, his arguments about not conceding and you know he he got robbed or whatever of the election. Uh, a bunch of stuff that they just all talk about every day that they're not going to talk about. That they're not going to put any attention on. It's fucking spicy. Oh, dude, look that up. So, is that what's going on with this Jeff Zucker dude? Yes. So,
0: that's why his name, like he's in hot water or something? So, this is what I've heard, bro. So, Jeff Zucker is the dude that runs CNN, right? Correct. They say that the reason Kamala is in the spot she's in is because Jeff Zucker, like, really loves her and he paraded her around, like, New York elite people, like, hey, this is this is the home girl. Like, We're trying to get her in. And when they were in the primaries, and it was like 20 Democrats up there, mm-hmm. Bernie, Yang, Tol- well, Tol- I don't even think they let Tulsi up there, uh, uh, Beto and all them people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Tulsi was up there. Yeah. She roasted the shit out of Kamala. She was wearing that white dress. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so when it was 20 of them up there, Kamala dropped down to like 1% or like single digit, like just bad approval. And she dropped out before California even had a chance to even have some say in that in that primary thing, Mm. that's how bad she was doing. But she still got the spot, not only because she's female, woman of color, (laughs) blah, 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 (laughs) but they say that Jeff Zucker over at CNN really wanted her to be the pick. And you kind of got to roll with what CNN says. Think about it. Think about how much power the media has. If you're the Democrats and Zucker and them at CNN are like, "Mm, nah, bro, they went with Tulsi instead of Kamala, for example. right? For example, right? It'd be like, how the fuck we gonna beat Trump if C- if we didn't pick the person CNN likes? Right. So it might. Oh shit! It might be true. <laughs> I don't know. That might be some Tim Ford from and the Tamales. Hundred percent. Oh, before I forget, Joe, since Joe's here, we should do something with this Mexican Morpheus thing, where either I gotta dress up like Morpheus mm-hmm. and we got the green screen, and I might like like. Maybe pop up on Theo Juve, maybe he's Neo yeah. or something, I don't know. And I hit him with the red, red, like, red tamal, blue tamal, yeah. or some shit. <laughs> and he fucking takes the red one. And then we just cut to like the crazy matrix numbers all around him and him being like, ah, like dodging fucking bullets or dodging comments or something. And then it could end. But it could be a series where it's like Mexican Morpheus.
2: Dude, I had the same idea about having the characters meet their conservative counterparts. Like El Mamado meets his conservative like, counterpart. No way, hay
0: que votar así. It's like, Qué <laughs> yeah. way? no way, la pinche cámara no vale madre. Yeah. That's
2: funny. That'd be hilarious. Joe, write that down, please. Write that. The way y'all did the um the uh, was it Theo Huve and Canelo? i remember <laughs> one where you do the seat and they're sitting, you know, like that. Oh my god,
0: that'd be fucking hilarious. What if um it's funny we're brainstorming on the air. I like it. People get to see the the, the war room. The, how the juices go. Yeah. It's like the CNN tapes. <laughs> so what if what if the Mexican Morpheus? Like, um, let's say me or anybody, Canelo, somebody, is going to make some hot chocolate, right? And he reaches for the Abuelitas, which we have in the house, by the way. I was just pointing out that they're owned by Nestle. But let's say he reaches for Abuelitas, the hot chocolate, and then Mexican Morpheus pops up. With like the red pill, blue pill. And he says, do you want to know? And it's like, ah, see." And he takes the red pill. He's like... Basically, it's, it's multinational. It has GMO. It's not really Mexican at all. It's Swiss-based.
2: Swiss I like blah, it. Blah, blah, blah. I like all those ideas. Joe's on it. <laughs> Joe's the master. He's like, man, I got to make all this shit happen. How am I going to create these two fucking conservative and democratic uh, mamados and Theo Juves and who else? One wears red, one wears blue. It's funny. That's hilarious. Let me
0: hit Marisol and say, hey, uh, baby, bring me a trench coat because I'm about to be Mexican Morpheus. <laughs> dun dun dun, dun. Poof, poof. Yo, my comment section been lit, bro, with these little clips when I called out Latino Hollywood or all that type of stuff. Just not calling out, but just kind of pointing out. Yeah. Like, hey, we should probably take a more entrepreneurial approach and, you know, because think about it, man. If you're an OG in Hollywood, you probably want to help as many of the next generation as you possibly can right that way when you're older and shit they might be like hey man let's put old boy in it man he was always cool and you always they're always gonna put you in shit because you help put them on but if you ain't help putting nobody on you about to just be old and shit and ain't nobody you know i don't know
2: you're right though i mean people see that and they agree with you and there a lot of people are like thank you for using your platform to you know talk about these things and not just you know follow the status quo which is the status quo is the uh, the other side. But you know what they hit me with? What? Yeah, you're
0: right. You're absolutely right. The the left is very status quo these days to me. They hit me with, oh, he's just trying to pass off blame, and he's just he's just mad because you know, we called him out as a Trump supporter, so now he's calling out Jorge Ramos. Right. And it's like, no, I just think it's interesting that sometimes things ain't always what they seem. Sometimes there might be something in there where it's like, hmm, could that be a conflict of interest? Like what I just mentioned about Lina Hidalgo, the county judge, where it's like okay, I get it, you could be of whatever party you wanna be, but how many of these rules and mandates are somehow motivated by this is kinda of how my party does it mm-hmm. and I'm sticking to the script? So that's really what upsets me where I'm like, please tell me that as a public servant, I don't know if they take an oath and all that shit, but it's like, please tell me you didn't do it for no clout because they zoomed you in at the DNC and now you you sticking to the script with us. right? and now you fucking up our economy and hurting small
2: business and stuff. I'm going to play a little bit of this because this is the this is the initial one. Was this uh, a day ago, right? Mm-hmm. So this is him. It's kind of long. So follow uh, James O'Keefe, who is a... F- is it going to play? Oh, James O'Keefe, who, who, who is that dude? Hey, this He's is the founder James of uh, Project Veritas. i uh, have listened to your CNN calls for basically two months uh, recording everything. Um, just wanted to ask you some questions if you have a minute. Um, do you still feel you're the most trusted name in news? Because I have to say, from what I've been hearing on these phone calls, I don't know about that. I mean, we got a lot of recordings that indicate you're not really that uh, independent of a, of a journalist. Okay. Um, thank you for uh, thank you for uh, your comments. Um, so, everybody, in light of that, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll set up a, a, a new system and we'll uh, we'll be back with you. We'll do the rest of the call a little bit later. We're going to release those recordings today at 7 o'clock. So stay tuned. It's going to be fun. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. So um, you just heard me talk to uh, uh, the president of CNN, Jeff Zucker, and inform him that that we are going to release uh, a number of recordings today. Uh, I unmuted myself into the conference line, and they're still on there. They're listening to me right now. Uh, This is being
1: live streamed for those of you still on the call.
2: Um, and- so I, I encourage you all to go follow James O'Keefe and Project Veritas if you want to keep up with shit like this. Because I mean, Hannity had him on Fox yesterday. This guy doesn't; he doesn't get very much airtime anywhere because, you know, he breaks shit like this. This is like straight up whistleblower type shit. So he's a, like a journalist. Yeah. Okay. Independent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forgot what it, how he started Project Veritas, but he was one of these mm. super America, you know, first people that wanted to shine light on all this sh- corruption that was going on.
0: America first. What a concept.
2: It's not a popular concept. What a concept. Not a
0: popular one. Think about that, y'all. Like, I understand most of the folks listening might be Mexican-American and we have our roots and our heritage and we want to be Raza first, And but we're Mexican, right? But think about that. Think about that for a minute. Most of us are born here. Most of us are U.S. citizens, I'm assuming. And technically, we're American. And we live here and we work here and we're raising families here. What other country should be first? Who? Who should it be? Indonesia? Jakarta? Who? 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 What other country should be first? China first? Canada first?
2: America first. It's, it's kind of mind-blowing that that's... Sorry.
0: My bad. America first. <laughs> Sorry
2: for saying that, everybody on Versace
0: the Versace Mariachi, America first. <laughs> a, American rapper, a Mexican-American rapper, America first. Sachi
2: Mariachi. And that's that's like, how dare you say that in how the How dare you
0: say America first? You're supposed to be Raza first.
2: Bro, I'll tell you this. So I got my Spotify. We were just talking about this. The Spotify Rewind. You know how you're always in my top list. um, In my top five, I guess because there wasn't any new jams. Like I had other artists that went in my top five for the first time in like eight years. Oh. Uh, including Tigues del Norte. And I was jamming ah, a bunch cabron. of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Puerta Negra was a ah. number three song, most jam song of the hey. year. And, you know... People might I might say that people be like, "You fucking liar, like no I swear to God, promise,
0: fool. I promise fool yo, so before we stray too much away from the project Veritas, yes, I am very interested to hear what Those was ca- what was captured on that audio, what all they were saying over there in them CNN because number one, I'm a nerd when it comes to mass me mass media, mass communication, you know what I'm saying? yeah, like slogans and campaigns, you know I have a minor in what the fuck is it (laughs) communication okay so my major is uh business administration with a focus in marketing but my minor is um that's how long it's been it's something about like media it's like media management like mass media some shit Okay. A minor communication, communication. management. Communication. I said I think that. I have a minor in communication management. Some oh. shit like that. I don't know. It doesn't matter.
2: That's how educated is everybody. It doesn't know how many degrees he has. It's right? just a lot of debt. He's got more degrees than Joe and I do. It's just a lot of debt. Nah, <laughs> right? I just
0: got I just got a little bachelor's, but I can give y'all that I I I, I can't remember how much they were charging. Let's just say it's a hundred grand. Okay. I, I can't hypothetically. Remember, I can't remember what it was. Right. Let's just say it's twenty five grand per year. I can give y'all. Eighty grand of that hundred grand, in terms of marketing. If you just learned the four Ps of marketing—price, promotion, placement, product—you just learned that. You already learned the shit that I paid all that money for. So PayPal Chingo at <laughs> yeah, there you go. I just saved you a hundred fucking thousand dollars. But uh, I'm really curious to hear what's going on in these meetings and how they're strategizing. Because I watch it, Rob. When I when I look at Cuomo, uh, what's his name, Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon or mm-hmm. any of these pe- any of these people, Hannity, I'm paying attention to the production value. I'm thinking, okay, I can see how the the light is bouncing off the hair. They probably got a light back here. Like I'm looking at, I'm looking at, okay, how many camera people? Is there an editing room? Like, how much of this is scripted? Is this an opinionated show? I'm just looking at production value, and I wonder, I wonder, like. Did he review this? Did he memorize it? Is he just reading off the prompter? Did he practice it? Why did he make that face? Is it all instinct, like Tucker? Uh, Tucker Carlson, yeah, he'll give you that little look. Whatever he's saying, he says something, and he's just looking at you like you fucking idiot. Like as he's critiquing yeah. Biden or somebody, like AOC, she thinks. Da-da-da-da. And who, who used to work? Performers. Yeah, who
2: used to work for CNN back in the day? And he, like, he, they've all made their transitions from different networks and different, uh, even ideologies and different perspectives of things. Like Tucker comes from a, a, like a wealthy family, but if you watch him on Fox, he's like the everyman's man, right? So it's not to say that he can't shift his perspective and, and actually feel that, but you should take everything they say with a grain of salt. And again, watch them at the same time that you go out and listen to you know red pill tamales or do your own research. It's it's super valuable that you do that. What what did you call him? Every man? What? Like he's he's an everyman. He's every man's you know for everybody kind of thing. So
0: so this is a thing that I I heard. I can't remember who said it, but they pretty much said that the Republican Party has become yeah like the everyman's. Working like a working class blue collar type of party. Whereas the Democrats are all Wall Street elites, elite like coastal elites. Uh, you know, rich white women. Um. Yep. Speaking of uh white liberals, I sent you a clip from Malcolm X. Maybe we can play that audio. Sure. Um, I had sent it to you. um, I just got. I I listened to the first two minutes as I was setting this up. Um, I think. uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Might be cool to play maybe at the end. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because. The thing about the Republicans becoming more of the everyman type of vibe, like, hey, don't let them take your guns away. Hey, wh- whatever happened to free speech or hey, why can't we go to church or or hey, don't lock us down and take our water and electricity. Hashtag chingo warned you. all But people don't realize like, bro, when you're all up in my comments being a cholo with a keyboard, you do realize you're siding with Hillary and Wall Street and like just rich elites and people that want to lock you down at 10 p.m. and threaten to cut off your light. Like those are the people. That's that's why you mad at me for. Them. I get it. Trump says crazy shit. He tweets crazy shit, but you're literally on the side of uh Harry Styles in a dress
2: <laughs> right oh dude and I actually uh, we're gonna keep we're gonna pick up on that here in a bit but to keep on this um Project Veritas CNN tapes like here's one and they, they're start they're starting to trickle out right and uh, as a matter of fact when I went on their Twitter they were like dropping a new one in 10 minutes so here's a here's a, a clip of uh, Jamie or I don't, not a clip but a screenshot of Jamie Gangle I don't know what her role is but this is all like the top of the top of CNN that are on these calls right mm-hmm. and here's a quote from the tape News organizations have to be very careful and very responsible about not giving at real Donald Trump too much of a platform on his uh, too much of a platform for his not conceding. So basically not covering any of that, that he hasn't conceded the race, that he's fighting all these things in court. So
0: basically make it seem like he lost Biden is in and business as usual. Yeah. So basically don't let everyone know that the fight is still happening, even though the news doesn't show you. Right. That's why you're in my comments talking about take your L. Exactly.
2: And what the other side's trying to do at the very, I mean, again, like how right is Fox right now? Who knows? Or OAN or Newsmax, but independent media also is trying to put this stuff out there so that if and when this gets overturned, the civil war isn't as large of a fucking civil war. It's not Iron Man versus Captain America, you know, it's not fucking Antifa tearing down your business. Yeah. It's like, Oh wait, we were hearing about this happening, but here you have people saying, no, don't tell the people this is still going on. That's amazing. Because, You know what else happens
0: when, you know, I'll just say CNN and, like, liberal mainstream media, when they do stuff like that and make it seem like he won't concede, whatever, like, uh, just, it's over, keep it moving. Well, what happens is anytime folks hear about, oh, they're still trying to count votes over there, silly, it's over. Like, it really makes all your Fox News type, you know, the right type shit seem very weird and conspiratorial does that make sense yeah it does it's almost like like if like if people were to tune in right now oh they're batshit crazy they watch cnn all day and then they hear chingo bling and rob talking about yeah cnn in their meetings they tell they they literally say make sure people don't know that they're still fighting this fight
2: we seem like complete maniacs yeah i mean they're probably like chingo's fucking lost it yeah and, uh, it, there was another tweet in specific I wanted to pull up, but it, here's one kind of get the gist of it where Trump had reached, cause he's, re- he's retweeted a lot of the stuff on his Twitter, which people obviously love to eat up. But, uh, CNN tweeted back at James O'Keefe and said, legal experts say this may be a felony. We've referred it to law enforcement. How ironic too, that the left is referring it to law enforcement when they want to defund all the police, right? So then Trump retweeted, said, looks like journalism to me, but CNN wouldn't know anything about that. And then also said they didn't find it uh, illegal to record the First Lady and re- release those tapes for days on end, which mm-hmm. is 100% true.
0: So so you're saying CNN is saying it's illegal?
2: Yeah. They tweeted back and said, legal experts say this may be a felony. We've referred it to law enforcement, which...
0: Oh, yeah. How first, can be- <laughs> first y'all say defund, <laughs> and now y'all talking about we're going to send this to law enforcement. I wonder, is it illegal?
2: Uh, he had in from somebody at CNN. How is that illegal? He didn't hack into the line. He was mm. granted access to the line. Interesting. Wow. But again, I can't wait to go here. With yeah. It said on go it. follow the hashtag. At if, if Instagram will even let you follow it. Cause I know they were suppressing hashtags recently. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that if you clicked on a hashtag, it would say hashtags have been disabled temporarily for, you know, election mm. security or whatever the fuck. Mm. so you before uh, yeah. before you could click on one and see you know latest post training post whatever now you just click on it and you can see those hashtags but it's not necessarily the newest use of that hashtag so whatever but still mm. check it out um man when you think this pandemic is going to be over and i can do comedy because i mean i could do comedy in texas but i've pretty much hit all like my big markets uh well shit right now they might want to see you again just a uh, you know say hey thanks brother in person yeah 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 no absolutely uh but i'm I'm just curious only because you know,
0: I mean, I got a whole bunch of other projects, yeah, but it's kinda like the rap game, it's you know, I wanna you know this shit is jamming, but uh, please don't put me in no category with no rap, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, we just move different, we think different, like this is not you know what I'm saying, yeah, so um, yeah,
2: I, I miss comedy, I stood i fucking miss comedy so much just going to the improv and watching somebody perform you or anybody it's an art form that right now a lot of people are like damn i really underappreciated going to a live show (laughs) music too but comedy is another level you know what that's
0: that's interesting that you say that it's almost like we took uh social life nightlife i mean if you're into clubs or bars i don't really do that anymore but You know, club life for granted. Well,
2: there's something about a comedy show when you go and communally you're laughing and having the best time of your life. Your serotonin's super high. You're jovial with 100, 200, 500, thousands of people in a room where it's just bouncing off the walls and back to you. And it's like a high, unlike, I mean, you could jam out, mosh, you know, torque it up, whatever, at music concerts. But comedy is a special kind of magic. If you, I don't know if you agree. Yeah. No, it definitely is because it's like
0: mass hypnosis. You know, when you match, when you sync up with the audience and you're on that same little rhythm and you're able to riff and you're you're thinking on your feet and you know even the stuff you have scripted i mean it's working and yeah when it's one of those shows it's like a roller coaster ride that everybody's on and they're riding that wave together
2: yeah and then maybe they sense that you found a new tag for something or a new way to enter or exit a joke or a, you know it's like it's so fucking unique man i love it but honestly to answer your question summer of next year yeah, I, I have a whole
0: bunch to keep me busy between now and summer, but uh, but yeah, yeah,
2: I miss comedy. Uh, so here is something to maybe I don't know if you saw this story, maybe even Joe may have seen it, but are you familiar with Ellen Page, the actress? Joe, are you? Uh, she was the chicken Juno. You know she's played in like X Men Three. Anyway, do you know what I am talking about? Yes. Yeah. So as of uh, as of today, uh, she has come out as trans, so she's now a man. So she came out and is a man and wrote a huge long tweet um, that I will just bore you with the first sentence. Hey, friends, I want to share with you all that I am trans. My pronouns are he, they, and my, f- my name is now Elliot. So it's not Ellen Page anymore. She's Elliot. What's the they? Uh, maybe that day she's not a he. It's just uh, I'm not a she either or a he, so I'm a they. Word. Word mm. to your mother. Hmm.
0: I didn't know how common <laughs> that was. Dude, like I said, man, the dude was hating on TikTok. Yeah. Joe and I were like, man, who the fuck is this dude? I bet his shit's private. I bet he, I bet he ain't got no posts.
2: Man, this uh, dude had a whole bunch of work done. She, I mean, so she's also she a while back, and I pulled this up too. She came out at, at uh, Chris Pratt, who's you know a very vocal Christian and very you know he doesn't like again, he's not very political, but kind of sides on that uh, loosely. And she tweeted to him like he was on John Oliver's show or uh, what's the other guy with the glasses. Colbert? Yeah, Colbert is like, okay, um, but his church is infamously anti LGBTQ, so maybe address that too. Just, you know, just going at him, and now comes out, you know, as trans. Mm. And not that's necessarily the reason that's dangerous, but kind of a reason that's dangerous is because that's one of those narratives that the left perpetuates, right? Where it's like restrooms for everybody, you know, transgenders can play any sport, women and men should be mixed at all times. And here's actually a clip of Chuck Schumer being asked a question about this, mm. and let me see what you think about his answer. Biden said that on his first day of office, he will give transgender students access to sports, bathrooms and locker rooms in accordance with their gender identity in all federally funded schools. Do you think he has the ability to do this? And do you agree with this decision? I agree with the decision and I know he'll check things out thoroughly legally. He will.
0: Check. He's agreeing with the decision of who? Of Biden. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So Biden is trying to do. That would be his first
2: executive order as president is make
0: all the restrooms
2: locker uh, rooms the whole shebang whatever gender yeah so it'll be co-ed pretty much so here we'll listen to it again and i know he'll check things out thoroughly here, i'm gonna i'm gonna re i'm gonna re Fuck. up that i'm trying to wrap my brain around this shit and it's funny because it comes out at the time you know where we're talking about ellen page he will give transgender students access to sports bathrooms and locker rooms in accordance with their gender identity and. Sports, mm. bathrooms, locker rooms, and according to their identities. Gender identity. So basically, it's mainly for like school-aged people. Yeah, yeah. And all federally funded
0: schools. So, so high schools, public schools, middle schools. Yeah. So a, a public school a kid who let's say was born male mm-hmm. and he identifies as female yes he can go up in the women's restrooms. yes restrooms locker rooms play sports with them now how many of these little kids are just like wanting to get in the girls bathroom and you just might saying hey uh yeah uh principal principal that like, would have been me that would be me Me and all my homies uh we identify as women today we can, ladies can we go today. up in there yes what the hell?
2: Yeah. And parents would basically be able to do nothing about that
0: because it would be I know something you could do. Private school. A hundred percent. And obviously, I mean that, that can be very, very expensive. Um but that's what I've been seeing as a uh, if you can afford it, <laughs> do it. And isn't there that that what is it? The uh, the voucher? Mm-hmm. Is, is that still a thing i mean i don't I don't know enough about
2: yeah we'd have to take a deeper dive of how mm-hmm. that works like can you just pull your kid out of a school uh, mid school let's say or whatever and take him to wherever you want will that using school, like that voucher or will that school accept it you know yeah, using that money that's assigned to your kid for in that district school funds. Yeah wow and that's again that that goes and this is one of, i mean again people will say like well if it doesn't affect your life why do you fuck with it you know why is it it's like it's not necessarily that it's like saying anything in history well what happened to the jews didn't affect my life but shouldn't we speak up about it isn't that a bad thing i mean it does if you have kids in yeah you public gotta talk school, to your kids about
0: this shit now if you have kids in public school i mean my 12 year old she's in private now
2: but i'm so happy she's in private now yeah.
0: i mean i just see the difference night and day yeah
2: imagine like i have two six-year-olds having to tell and a boy and a girl who are very boy and very girl and then all of a sudden get this you know in, in the public school and the boy asked to. so am can i be a girl is are my guy friends now girls mm-hmm. is that is it's, that yeah. for real yeah it's probably a lot for
0: how do you explain that so let me ask you um so biden already came out and said First thing I'm going to do is all public schools, gender Yeah, transgender like, equality. He said that? On, there's a speech? like he already,
2: Yeah, I'd what? have to find it. I don't know if it was just something that was uh, written or...
0: Huh.
2: And, you know, I wanted to play this clip too. Um, yeah. This is a... Hashtag Chingo warned you. <laughs> Watch a clip. So this is a clip of adults who push a toddler dressed in a rainbow clothing uh, to publicly announce that he is a girl named Phoenix who would prefer to be a she and a her. Okay. So, hey, this is a tweet. just to get your reaction, Chingo, why not? It's a video? Yeah, it's a video somebody posted. This is real shit. Real shit. Today, we choose to recognize, honor,
0: love, and celebrate anyone here who would claim their identity publicly as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning, intersex, pansexual, asexual, or any category that I've
1: left out. This is Phoenix.
2: So a little boy walks up. She gives him a flower. I'm my you're a little shy. I'm a little shy with his deep-ass voice. If I'm a, a little like shy, girl. Phoenix. I'm a, I'm a shy Enjoy Phoenix. Girl. Okay, you can tell them that. <laughs> he's probably ain't even sure about. Of course, shit. he's like, should I tell him he I'm a girl like now? He to know that she's a girl and she prefers she and her oh pronouns. God. Pronouns. And that's the kind of parenting that's going on around the world, you know. I don't know if you don't have kids, it might be like whatever, but also no, it's not whatever. Well, it's interesting because he, that little boy is what six? Uh,
0: four? Four. Okay. How imaginative are children? Like their imaginations and. They're little sponges. So if you're telling a kid, you sure you want to be like, what are your pronouns now? They they don't know what the fuck a pronoun is. They can't even and, read it yet. And then if you're suggesting, don't you feel like a she? You sure you don't feel like a she? You sure you don't want to be a they or whatever? If they're six, they have a big imagination. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a gender scientist and nothing like that. But would you argue that it's possible? It's possible that you could kind of confuse a kid and just kind of like kind of brainwash him a little bit like no no you're not you're phoenix motherfucker you're not kevin anymore you are you remember
2: yeah 100 percent. just the way i i indoctrinate my son and say hey you love cars we're gonna watch fast and furious and we're gonna play baseball and we're gonna be manly you know we're just gonna do shit that we both enjoy doing and he's gonna like more of it because we watch it together or we do things together
0: yeah yeah absolutely um that, it goes back to that hashtag manly men yeah thing that candace owens started um I guess on her story, she was resharing people. I think someone sent her a picture of like their their teenage boy out there shoveling snow and she put hashtag manly men and Candace reposted it. And um uh, it's funny how people take offense. It's almost like those are gender roles and you're you're forcing him to be manly. And it's like no, he's probably a a, a, a teenage boy that needs to shovel snow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's probably strong enough to do it. You need the exercise. Like It's your fucking responsibility. The snow is in the fucking driveway. So I don't give a fuck how you want to identify, but you need to shovel that shit. And it's it's sad that people feel that that shit is ignorant or closed minded or it's insensitive or it's not empathetic to people who might identify differently. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, is it a bad thing to promote manly men type of shit? And that's why I got to, you know what I'm saying? Start showing y'all what I'm about. You know, you're going to see me at the shooting range. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You might see me out there on some land and shit with a big-ass truck. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shooting a whole bunch of shit. Buku guns. Talking about come and take it. So or those
2: corridos and guns.
0: Yeah, you're going to see me at church with the AK. No, I'm just kidding. God You damn. know, because you're all about it. Because, you know, you're representing, but you also want to go to church.
2: It's just, it's super bizarre because that, that really well, you does. You can't bring those in there, right? You know. You... I mean, if you're homeboys with the pastor, you probably could. Okay. But know? y'all know what I mean, though.
0: This is Texas, baby. Come and take it. And uh, it's the, what did he say? Red pill, the miles. We, you know, we Mexican morphists over here.
2: Dude, one of the comments I saw too, I don't know if you noticed it. I saw it at least twice where it was like, uh, Texas Mexicans are different. They all act white, you know? I'm like, huh. No, this is what it is. It's um,
0: obviously a lot of people in California. I didn't grow up there, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But from what I observe, they already kind of look at us different because you have tex-mex food you have like Tejano music um as it is texas culture it is different mm-hmm. we are and we have no problem accentuating that even from from when i first started in the rap game like me lucky a lot of these d- dudes from over here they didn't know how to take us you know especially if some of the mexican rappers out here say the n-word or or the tattoos are different you know yeah. or or their prison gangs are different or uh, just all the cultural... Like, why do they wear grills, homie? What the fuck's up with that? Y'all want to be black? Or if or if a Texas rapper, let's just say, had like braids or cornrows or something or anything like that. It's like, you're supposed to have a bald head, homie. Mm. You know, you're not Raza. And it's just because you're just looking at it from a different perspective. Like, the entire universe does not revolve around one state. It doesn't. We're a big-ass state, too. And there's a lot of other big-ass states. and And you got probably... New York Mexicans and Florida Mexicans are not going to be over there. Florida Mexicans, they might have dreadlocks. They might have the gold teeth are different. They might use different slang or their cars might be different. They're not riding slabs or low riders. They got donks over there. It's, it's all <laughs> different. That's true. Yeah, it's all different. So um, amongst those differences, you also have this perception of, texas fools are all republican and it's like "Mm, no i'm lifelong democrat this is my first time voting like this um so that's not even a thing like most of us especially if we're young we probably don't even get that involved in, in politics period um so there's definitely that perception of if you vote republican and you're Mexican from Texas. Well, you hate yourself. You're like the crazy Cubans in Florida. That's yeah. Shit like that. You might as well just claim Cuba because you can't claim us no more, bitch, because we're Biden. We're demócratas. We're raza. It's like, bro, relax. Okay, Kamala's not from Sinaloa. Like, calm the fuck down. Y'all act like Biden is Mexican the way y'all... These are two old white men y'all want to fight
2: over. She's Jamaican and Indian, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. She's Indian... Indian uh and Jamaica, her dad is Jamaican, and her, and her mom came from India. But she ain't Mexican. Like, y'all yeah. act like, oh, my God, she's fucking, she's fucking down, fool. Like, you got to vote. Like, how dare you? I get it. Trump is orange man Hitler. I, yeah. I totally understand why you think I'm a proud boy and this, that, and the third, whatever. But, but yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Like, I even heard uh, some comedians from out there. They really just trip out on Texas. They're just like, man, what are the audiences like out there? Or or I've been before and fools over there don't speak Spanish. It's like, okay, 'cause because you met one fucking dude or, (laughs) you know, fools over there don't speak Spanish. All Mexican food in Texas sucks. uh, All those fools are Republican. All those fools hate themselves. They're all coconuts. And it's like, no way, like how the fuck? What well, do you want to have, a more
2: Mexican contest? <laughs> Dude, I spent more of my dev, dev, uh, developmental years in Mexico and the Valley. Like, I don't know if it gets much more Mexican than that.
0: Yeah, but if, if you vote Republican, then you hate yourself. You're not raza. And you can't, and a new one, you can't have Mexican food no more. Well, that's what they told me on TikTok. Take those fucking dry tamales <laughs> and fucking put ketchup on them and see if trompas will feed them to you because you sold out your raza. And then I hit them back with... Obama and Biden deported 3.2 million more than anybody and they built the cages and homeboy kicked it with the KKK, hit him with the copy paste, they're like, ay, fuck, facts, ay, duele, ay, duelen los facts, ay,
2: and English was my first language, even though it doesn't sound like it, like, come you on, you said English or Spanish, I'm sorry, Spanish, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put rob be so proud of his if
0: his uh non-accent and shit i he, am man. he bring it up every episode uh, i know y'all can't tell y'all can't you know, tell y'all if y'all just listening and y'all not seeing me mm-hmm. i know what y'all thinking this
2: motherfucker white as fuck white as shit he don't know shit about fuck but really i'm just about a merc right joe I mean, I'm, I'm just white <laughs> i'm just white <laughs> uh all right chingo well how are we end in this episode what are we letting them go with what kind of words of wisdom from uh, morpheus man we should probably play a clip of
0: the uh, malcolm x actually clip. i'm
2: gonna take the whole thing out and put it at the end of this podcast so okay. they can hear it all okay
0: and to preface it this is the question i want to add to it so i don't know what year malcolm x made this speech i don't know the content i don't know where who he was talking to but he pretty much says like the white liberals are just more slick than the than the white conservatives he's like they're in this football game against each other and they're battling each other he's like and we i guess he's talking about black people we end up being end up being pawns in this little political football game where they just try to act like they're our friends but then they use us type of thing and my question is listen to it and wonder or and you know ask yourself and rob you let me know what you think um does that apply to Latinos as well? Meaning the white liberal ain't really your friend. They just kind of use you as a pawn. I feel it because it, it hits different when a white person jumps in your comment section and calls you a fucking sellout. I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> Motherfucker, this is between me and my people. This family business. We, this our dirty laundry right here we going through. And you coming from over there across the street calling me a sellout or something. And then I usually hit them with like, is this your way of reminding me I'm a I'm a brown man and I can't leave the plantation? You mm. know what I'm saying? Like Chelsea Handler did 50 Cent. Karen's a real man. Yeah, they'll get offended on behalf of others and try to cancel some shit. And I wasn't trying to cancel Abuelita. I just want y'all to know how marketing works, how packaging could be persuasive, how things don't always seem. You're more than welcome to support a Swiss multinational uh, Nestle <laughs> company chocolate company with gmo in it buku sugar i have some in the house if you want some (laughs) buku sugar uh or if you want to just take your money elsewhere but what i was trying to do with the uh sorry i'm jumping around no 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 what i was trying to do with the abuelitas thing is not hey everybody let's shift blame let's cancel them just kind of like i'm gonna fuck with your head a little bit and you may not know some of this stuff
2: um you I'm know gonna, uh, mm-hmm. no you're right i'm actually going to give it the name of it so it's uh malcolm x and the title of the video is white liberals and conservatives so you can listen to it here at the end of the podcast or look up the video the video is just a still picture with the speech behind it so it'll be the same thing as if you just listen to it here okay so they yeah.
0: know yeah for sure for sure um but yeah see what you think and of course like always thank you guys for tuning in and hanging out with us and listening and And keep the questions coming. Follow at What Diddy Said. There's always clips, you know, on Instagram. Um, I need to hurry up and share more of those on my platforms. But I want to let people know, like, I'm not trying to be political 24-7. It's just every once in a while, I got to stir up the pot. (laughs) You know, I got to let the roaches come out and all the haters come out. And uh, you might be invited to the next block party. You never know. You never know. December 10th, San Antonio, Versace Mariachi, album release.
1: In this crooked game of power politics here in America, the Negro, namely the race problem, integration, civil rights issue, are all nothing but tools used by the whites who call themselves liberals against another group of whites who call themselves conservatives, either to get into power or to retain power. Among whites here in America, the political teams are no longer divided into Democrats and Republicans. The whites who are now struggling for control of the American political throne are divided into liberal and conservative camps. The white liberals from both parties cross party lines to work together toward the same goal. And white conservatives from both parties do likewise. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical, than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. And by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football, and the white liberals control this ball through tricks or tokenism, false promises of integration and civil rights. In this game of deceiving and using the American Negro, the white liberals have complete cooperation of the Negro civil rights leaders who sell our people out for a few crumbs of token recognition, token gains, token progress. In the New York Tribune, in an editorial dated February the 5th, 1960, they pointed out that out of 11 million qualified Negro voters, only 2,700,000 actually take time to vote. This means that roughly speaking, only 3 million out of the 11 million Negroes who are qualified to vote take an active part, and the remaining 8 million remain voluntarily inactive. And yet it is this small minority, the 3 million Negro voters who help determine who will be the next president. If who will be the next president can be influenced by 3 million Negro voters, It is easy to see why the presidential candidates of both political parties put on such a false show with the civil rights bill and promises of integration they must impress the three million voting negroes who are the actual integration seekers and if so much fuss is made over these three million integration seekers what would the presidential candidates have to do to appease the 8 million Non-voting Negroes, if they ever decided to become politically active, they hold the balance of power. Who are the eight million non-voting Negroes? What do they want? And why don't they vote? The three million uh, Negro uh, Negro voters are the so-called middle-class Negroes, or high-class Negroes or uppity Negroes, who are referred to by the late Howard University sociology professor E. Franklin Frazier as the black bourgeoisie, who have been educated to think as patriotic individualists with no racial pride whatsoever, who believe in and look forward to the future integrated intermarried society that is constantly being promised to them by the Negro politician. And therefore, this integration-minded 3 million minority remain an active part of the white-controlled political parties. But it must never be overlooked that these 3 million Negro integration seekers are only a small minority of the 11 million qualified Negro voters. The eight million non-voting Negroes are the majority, the downtrodden black masses. They have refused to vote. They've refused to take a part in politics because they reject the Uncle Tom approach of the clergy politician leadership that has been handpicked for the the so-called Negroes by the white man himself. This clergy politician leadership does not speak for the Negro majority they don't speak for the black masses they speak for the black bourgeoisie the brainwashed white-minded middle-class minority who because they are ashamed of their race because they are ashamed of being black and don't want to be identified with black they are seeking to lose this black identity by mixing and mingling and intermarrying and integrating with the white society. The race problem cannot be solved by listening to the white-minded, brainwashed minority. The white man must try to learn what the black majority wants. The president would be wise to try and learn what the black masses want. And the only way to find this out is by listening to the man who speaks for the black masses. And I can declare to you tonight and to the entire world that the man here in America who speaks for the majority, the downtrodden, dissatisfied black masses, is this same man who so many thousands of our people are flocking toward to see and hear. This same Mr. Muhammad, who is labeled by you as a black supremacist and as a racist and as an extremist. If the three million middle-class Negroes are casting their ballots for integration and intermarriage What do the non-voting black masses who are in the majority want? Find out what the black masses want, and then perhaps America's grave race problem can be solved.